Hello, everyone. Welcome back. It's Wood. I'm is this, here with Keith. Is this midnight radio, man? Yeah. You trying to turn somebody Welcome on? Welcome to KWB on the FM dial. Six women just got pregnant. <laughs> there goes your paycheck. <laughs> this is So What You're Saying from the Woodshed. We are the number one podcast in Kylie and Shiloh's house. They told me that. <laughs> yep, yep. Matter of fact, we are. Yeah, when, uh, yeah not even one. number one podcast in my house, <laughs> but in theirs. In theirs, you know, yeah. I, I'm a Bill Burr guy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what I learned and what I think we all learned, we learned uh, Kanye's got some problems, man. Ka- yeah, Kanye's all over the place. He's got some problems all over the place. And, and as a kid, say I'm going to leave that right there. Yeah, oh, let's just good. leave that and yeah. walk away. Fucking yeah, morons, man. <laughs> also, you know, I'm pissed. We got a whole generation of people now that don't know the pain of the Red Sox. There's actually Red Sox yeah. fans that I spoke to who don't hate the Yankees, and they don't hate the Yankees because they've been winning. Red oh, Sox sure. have been winning yeah, their yeah. whole life, so right. the, the hate is gone. I still hate the fucking Yankees, man. And I loved it. E- even we're gonna have our hands full with the Astros. They just put an ass kicking on us last night. Yeah. I hope we come back. Yeah. We got Price, who gives me the fucking shits. Literally gives me <laughs> diarrhea. I can't stand that motherfucker. So I'm a little skeptical. Sales thrown behind fucking batters and shit. Yeah. I don't know what he's on. So I'm a little nervous. But we beat the Yankees. So in my head, I'm mm-hmm. good. But all these fuckers that saw us win in 04, 07, you know, 12, guys, I'm telling you, it was horrible before then. So yeah, it, it's it's not all gravy. Hate the Yankees if you're a real Red Sox fan. Yeah, unless you unless you uh, are born and raised a Yankees fan, a, a Cowboys fan, or a Lakers fan. As a fan of any other team, you have to hate those three teams. I yeah. think it's just and Duke you have and, to. and Duke basketball and Duke basketball. Yeah, 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 college. Yeah, you, you gotta you hate gotta Duke. hate them too. Let's hit the emails right quick because as right. you guys see, we got a mask off. So let's get through these. Clive said, "I think Yelp is fucking ridiculous." You got cocksuckers <laughs> leaving shitty reviews because they couldn't vape in a restaurant or someone asked them to pull their pants up because their ass crack was showing. The whole yeah. ass crack, not just partial ass crack. You jackasses that don't or can't follow simple rules can eat shit. If you think I want my wife and kids sitting next to somebody who hasn't shaved or showered since children only played Pokemon, since only children <laughs> played Pokemon, I'm sorry. You're crazy. Stop being so sensitive and look in the mirror. Realize you look like an optical illusion standing in a funhouse mirror. Then ask yourself, am I an adult? <laughs> I, the, the Yelp reviews, I, you know, honestly, I never, I never take them serious. I never look at them and think, oh, I'm going to go here. Based on I, what uh, somebody said, Yeah, right? yeah, because it's, it's like movie critics. So I went, um, it's been a couple... Week and a half or so? I don't know. I saw the show Venom. I think I, I may have spoken about this last time, but I saw the show Venom. Okay. Critic reviews, which I consider Yelp reviews, mm-hmm. total shit. Okay. All of them. Don't go see it. It's terrible, blah, 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 whatever. But the user reviews, which I consider friends, because mm-hmm. like-minded people, loved it. I myself loved it. Shit becomes personal is what it is. And like, yeah. and like Clyde said, because they didn't cater to your bullshit. Right. All of a sudden, they suck. He sounds a little angry, though. You know what I mean? But he's got some he's got some real valid points. He's got man. a point, yeah. You know, um, it, it's weird now in society, if somebody has on a suit and tie, it looks like they came out of a time capsule. Yeah. You, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People aren't expected to dress nice. Anyhow, Angela says, my dad is a long-haul trucker. He brought your podcast home to my mother. And the way she phrases that to me sounds like he brought home herpes. Right. Or AIDS yeah, or yeah. something. <laughs> You're going to catch this. <laughs> Be careful. Now, if you know my mother, she has a vocabulary like keys and the sarcasm of wood. So, so she's playing it's a perfect ep- mix. She's playing an episode in the kitchen one day while she's cooking, and I come over with my two kids who are both under ten. Mm. We end up sitting in the living room talking. After a while, we notice the kids have not come back from getting a drink. 
So we go into the kitchen. They're sitting there listening to Why Ain't It Legal? My mother had to <laughs> spend the next four hours explaining to the kids what prostitution is without explaining what they sell. Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, funny, funny thing about that. So I'm just going to go on a little tangent here for a second. I had... Um, so I have some young kids and I have some older kids, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, well, some that's of, a given. Right. <laughs> All variety of ages. Yeah. And some of my younger ones came uh, the other day and asked uh, what a virgin was. <laughs> Needless to say, we had the birds and the bees talk <laughs> Did you at a young out? age. Yeah, I, I'll tell them all. I'll tell them straight up. I'll tell them how it is. It's a penis. It's a vagina. And it goes in and, you know, it's like a socket and a bolt. Or Wait, is that right? Yeah, you know what I mean. It all works. I dated I figured a girl. It out. She told me about her birds and bees talk. And she said her dad put... A clear glass of water on the table and said, this is a virgin, then put food coloring in it and said, this is not a virgin. Any questions? <laughs> <laughs> I think that was a little bit more uh, graphic a little, and little, clearer little than that. Yeah, little, little vague. But I, I'm, I'm going to tell you something, though. Angela, tell your potty mouth mom, um, that's on her for letting <laughs> yeah. the kids listen yeah, to that that's shit. that's her fault. All right. Make sure she tells her friends at the bingo club all about us, man. Right. Then we got a long loss this in the Debbie 24. She says... Oh. Hey, guys, I've been working on a thesis, and I oh, haven't had time go. to write. Yeah, right. Condescending yeah, you talking go. about that, right? I'm listening to the podcast, though. I wanted to add a point of view on a topic you discussed a few weeks back, and that is the lack of real singers. I've sang in front of people many times, and I have a real love for music. When Aretha Franklin passed, I said to my sister, there are a few real everlasting singers left. Not only... Not to sound grouchy like you do, but I can't think of one singer around today that will be relevant in five years. Everything is so manufactured and overproduced. Aretha was yeah. someone that spanned decades and had a visceral effect on the listener. Yep. She is an awesome person. She was an awesome person, someone I truly miss. Yeah. That, that's, that's a real nice email, but I love how she's stuck in that. She's working on a thesis. Yeah, also yeah. Also well, that yeah. I can sing. Gotta you know make I mean? sure. Got to make sure that she... She reminds us she's better than we what, are. What do they call you know it? Humble I mean? brag? You know? yeah. 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 She's one email away from being named one way. You know, yeah, everything's yeah. about me. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I want all the attention, you know? Yeah. I appreciate the email, and I'm glad yeah. she still listens. She's, yeah. she's an original listener. She is. Yep, 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 yeah. from the beginning. And um, just real quick, because we, we talked a lot about Aretha Franklin a, a while ago, but mm-hmm. um, she, uh, even new artists that coming up on this, you know, that are going to be a flash in the pan. Yeah, they even know who she is and talk about her. That's that's an everlasting talent, yeah. like like Debbie Twenty Four was talking right. about. And I wonder where the thesis is on. It's got to be on you know how I talk to dumb people yeah. every couple of months yeah. on a podcast. How I, how I educate stupid people. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, Debbie, you're so good. You're so much better than us. You're an <laughs> angel. Yelp me, and you know who that is. Wooden mm-hmm. Keith. A couple of months ago, I left a Yelp review for something that happened eight years ago. Wow. I felt the company slash owner was real. Excuse me. Still deserving of my praise. For bailing me out of a hard spot. And to me, that sounds like his original es- escort stood him up. Yeah, that's what um, I think. So he needed an escort and a pinch, and somebody looked out for it, right? <laughs> I've never yelped fast food. Burger King has excellent breakfast. Would I'm surprised you didn't mention the French toast. Mm. Keith, if you watch American Pickers enough, you will see their ethics and what they do. They often tell the owners the value before their offer. They also pay more than most chumps could get elsewhere for the junk. Mike and Frank have cultivated a base of buyers who will pay top dollar for junk, and they pass a lot of the cash on to the original owners. They're doing them a favor. Wood, I was talking about chocolate dials. I will refuse anything that is all chocolate, which tells me, the, which tells me which race 
His escort was not. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? That's clear right there, right? So, uh, but the fudge-covered cream-filled white cake is good. Love, Jamathan. Mm. All right. Wood. What's up? We got a mask off. Tell me what a mask off is. We got a mask off. And guys, I go, I go through this every month. And I want to let you guys know what a mask off is. You go through this every month. It sounds like a period. It sounds like <sighs> Sometimes it feels like a me. damn period. You know, I have to repeat myself. I get angry. I get cranky with these guys. Take my drink away. What I'm going to do before we, uh, I tell you what a mask off is, since you're listening and you've made it this far, is I'm going to first direct you to tip, direct your uh, friends and family to anchor.fm backslash so what you're saying. That way you can contribute, show us a little bit of love. Um, we're also on all your social media if you guys just type in so what you saying.com, then you can find everything. Remember, uh, we got some things for sale. They're all you're always welcome to purchase those. And uh, <clears throat> I just uh, I sent some stickers off, and they're going to be out of the country here soon. So we uh, look forward to seeing those again. Um, anyways, guys, head over to that. What now, country? What country did they contact you from? Um, they're gonna. I believe it's Africa. It was some. I don't know. It's either a scam, and they're trying to get me to send them money, a money gram, and stickers, right. or it's uh, somebody legit over there in Africa. So was it a prince I, that wanted a sticker? Yeah. And your social security number? And they told me that I won the lottery, so yeah. I figured it's legit. <laughs> gonna send them five hundred dollars. Yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, on that, guys, uh, we do have a mask off, and a mask off is when we bring someone in that does something a little better. A little different than we do, and uh, we get to know them a little bit. We take their mask off, see who they really are and what they're all about. And so without further ado, our mask off uh, guest, uh, who are you, what's your name, and what do you do? My name's Greg, and I work uh, at doing a whole lot of nothing. Okay. Good. That's, <laughs> is there any better job? <laughs> no, it pays well. Yeah. <laughs> what, 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 what is your specialty, Greg? Why are you sitting here in front of us? Well, I've uh, for some reason I tracked... The unseen ghosts, stuff like that. Okay. Oh. All right. Now, our mask off guest always introduces our snackles. What are we drinking today? Kettle one. Kettle one vodka. Ooh, yeah. The, just the good shit. Easy, easy, and, and mixed with my favorite apple juice. Well, you can mix it with ice like a man, but I mean, nope. you, you do what you do. <laughs> All right. Greg, we always got some warm-up questions for our guests, a little ooh-la-la, a little, you know, this is you turning on the, uh, what, what is that thing in Ghostbusters, the, the, the zapper thing, right? Yeah, this, yeah. Right? This is you warming up your little <laughs> contraption to catch the ghost. Fastest you have ever driven in a car? 80. Wow. 80. 80. Okay. All right. Um, conservative guy is what I'm saying here. Yep. All right. <laughs> okay. Follow-up question to that. Fastest you ever driven on a motorcycle? I've never ridden a motorcycle. All right. I know okay. where we're at here. Your favorite cereal? <laughs> Captain Crunch. Ooh. Just regular Stiller, standard Captain just Crunch? Regular not standard. peanut butter, not berry? Nope. You know what's bullshit? I, I can all get berries. That. The yeah. all berries, that's so Samantha. fucking dumb. That's gross. Yeah, stupid. I, I, I can get behind that. Just straight up crunch. That's good stuff. All right. Do you have a man crush on anyone? And I'll loosen you up. Denzel, LL, The Rock, I can keep going. Uh, I'd say yeah. Jason Aldean. Jason? Oh. Who, who's that? Country, country, country singer. Country. See, yeah. that's where you lose me. Okay, yeah. Jason, you know who he is. Yeah, you, I knew who it was. You yeah, started sure. sweating a little bit. I was like, ooh, I can get okay. behind that. Yeah, because, you know, Will Smith and Brad Pitt are my guys. So. Right, there we go. Yeah. And who's your favorite golden girl? I'd say the one that owns the house. I can't think of what her name is right now. I think that was Sophia. No, 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 she she Blanche? came in. She, uh, no, Blanche no. is the... Yeah, Blanche. Blanche owned the house? Blanche. So Blanche. who's the whore? 
Blanche. Blanche. Okay, yeah. So yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> God, we, we pick our guests, don't we? <laughs> All right. So hold you, on, hold on. Don't don't be don't be because I I'm curious about this question. Um, who or which era do you wish you were born in? 1940s. Okay, why? Because I'm a history nut, and that's just one of my favorite areas. World War II, the music, mm-hmm. All the, the, the clothes, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like that. I, and I feel like <clears throat> the experiences I have with what you hopefully are going to talk about today um, can relate to that era. Um, whether it is or not, I don't know. Just my mind goes to that kind of era, 40s to 60s and that. Well, we're going to be talking about ghosts. People yeah, that's what after I'm 1960 have died. You realize that, right? That's exactly people have my died point. today. Okay, yeah, right, that's, right. My, that's my point. I just didn't know if you thought people <laughs> stopped dying after 1960. They do. <laughs> I just know how to take care of them better now. Right, so, is it fair to call you a ghost hunter, ghost seer? I... No, I, they just attract me for some reason. They, they follow me around. They'll they'll appear to me when I go to historic sites. Uh-huh. I'll I'll see things. I'll hear things. I'll their smells. I love that you say smells because I was going to ask you about that. That's one of the questions down, but we'll get to that. So this has been going on your whole life is what I'm Yeah, it started when I was probably about six. I was spending the night at my uh, grandparents' house, and I felt my bed move. So I, I looked up, and at the foot of my bed, I could see a, a face, and, and it had a green tint to it, and a mm-hmm. goatee, and hair was slicked back. and So, wait. Wait, yeah, yeah, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. did that scare you? Oh, yeah. At six years old? Yep. When did it stop scaring you? That still scares me. Oh, God, that's an honest answer. Okay, and, and I, I know we kind of, <clears throat> typically we come at our guests, right, with fresh questions that they don't know what we're going to come at them with. And um, so, because we, we try and keep it fresh, original. Um, but I know that we we discussed prior to recording that, that they can follow you, right? And, um, so if if I were to say to you right now, behind you on your right corner, there's something there that is visible, would you say, that, yes, that's possible or no? It sometimes. Sometimes you can see a shape. Okay, what if I said, though, right now, I could see that? Can you? Would you believe me? No. Well, okay, then we disagree. See, Wood's got some shit following him, so this is, this is what... So it's... You look at it, is it a gift? Do you look at it as a gift? Do you look at it as a curse? Is it annoying? It's not annoying. It, 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 I don't know if I'd call it a gift, but there's, I think that there's, uh, you got to be able to sense, like it gets really cold when there's, when there's a spirit around, it'll, it'll get cold. That's why you get the chills, right? Mm-hmm. You get the chills, you get, um, you'll feel like a static energy. Have, have you ever just, um, those feelings don't come, and then you look up or you look around or whatever, and then there's something you see there. Mm-hmm. And, and so it doesn't – typically, that those are the things you feel, right? right? Right. But not always. Not always. Okay. Okay, so you, you, this – I was one of my questions was, is this a gift or is this something you, you learn to do? Obviously, it, it's not a gift. It's just something that was bestowed upon you, basically. So you, you face it head on. You've gone into this. You, you seek them out. No, I don't seek them out. They, they them seek out. me out. Oh, so you don't go ghost hunting? You haven't no. been to like Gettysburg or nothing like that? No, I've been to Gettysburg, and but I don't I don't go actively look. Oh, 
So, okay. so when you went to Gettysburg, is it something that you saw differently than most people would see going to Gettysburg? Like any any typical person would go there, see it, and just take in maybe the serenity of it. Maybe the maybe the I I've never been there. Uh, maybe the the reverence, I guess, that could be there. Do you go there and then see a lot of what's going on there? It's more. I think it's more of a feeling for me. Okay. Okay. Because um, I went to uh, what they call uh, Bloody Run, Devil's Den, mm-hmm. and you could you could sense, you could feel others there, and there was just me and a couple other people, but it felt like there was more people there looking at you, watching you. So, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Are you the only one in your family that's able that to do next this? question. My uh, youngest daughter, um, when she was younger, could could see actually see spirits. So, okay, then I, I guess I mean kind of going along with the Gettysburg question and then with your daughter question, is it something you see more than just feel, or do you feel it more than you just see it? I I feel it more than I see it. Okay. And my and daughter will used to see it more than feel it. Okay. What's that energy feel like? So uh, a spirit walks in a room. I'm sitting here. I'm drunk. I'm dumb. I don't see shit. All of a sudden, what happens to you? You're just, you, you feel like a static electricity buildup, and then you chills. Mm-hmm. And then you just feel like somebody's always looking at you. Somebody's watching you. And I've, I've so... Along with that, I've always wondered, like, if somebody's always watching or feeling you or, or around, right? Like, do you ever have any privacy? I mean... <laughs> I wouldn't think so. Because, <laughs> so then, these, so spirits and ghosts then see all sorts of shit we do that uh-huh. we'd be afraid to tell our grandmothers about, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> so, and, and if she's past, she's probably watching you do them, so... I, I've thought about that. I was going to ask that. Any anybody from your past? I'm talking, you know, great, 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 great. Any anybody met you and said, or come to you and said, "Hey, I'm I'm this person. I'm that person." No, not nothing yet. like that. No. Nope. Have you have you ever? Um, I guess so. Nobody you've ever known. You've just sensed the presence of somebody, somebody else. Yeah. Have you ever um, sensed? Uh, if somebody's about to die, right, and they're they're laying down, they're they're in a coma or they're, you know, uh, different stages. They're kind of out of it. You know that they're about to pass, right? Mm-hmm. Have you ever had then that, like their physical body is still here, technically alive off from a machine, but then you can sense their spirit separated from that? I've never experienced that. Okay. But when, when my dad passed, he was sitting in his, in his hospital bed and he had slid down and my sisters were there to, to kind of help him. Mm-hmm. And they tried to slide him up and onto the bed and he they said we can't get you up and he goes oh that's okay that guy in the corner can help me you know it's funny you say that because the majority of people that i've that i know anyway right and i've been at their bedside or whatever their past i'm gonna go with almost 100 percent of the time they've said something similar oh so-and-so over there or so-and-so at the foot or so-and-so's holding my hand here they've always got somebody there which tells me we're closer to there than we we know it. So somebody comes to get you when you die is basically as that's what I'm, what I'm gathering. That's my belief, yeah. So is it a heaven and hell that. thing? Is it? I, I, let me ask you: Does everybody turn into a ghost, or is there a heaven and hell? Is ghost unfinished business? Is it you know the guy that lived in his mom's basement? Is it, you know who, who is a ghost? Who 
who stays a ghost? There's a lot of theories on that, but my, my belief is somebody that's still here um, has some unfinished business. They were taken too soon, so they got things that they, they want to do and they can't pass on. Do you, do you, is it, because when I think ghosts, I think evil, all right? But with evil, there's got to be good. That's just yeah. what I believe. So the good ghosts, bad ghosts, have you ever had a situation where, you know, don't go left or go upstairs or, you know, call your kid or whatever the case, something that saved the day in the circumstance where they can say, hey, if Greg didn't do this, this would have happened. I, I haven't experienced anything like that. Um, but I know that there are people that, that they call them premonitions. A lot of people do. Yeah. But I think it's somebody in their past or somebody that's connected to them some way that, kind of a whisper in your ear and, and say, you know, maybe you ought to go call this person or don't go down that street. Mm -hmm. Do you just, do you see them daily? They like, are you driving and you see ghosts or do you, do you, you've been to Gettysburg, so you've been to, what is, that's in what, Pennsylvania, mm -hmm. a more metropolis place than where we live. Just walking down the street, can you, do they look like regular people? Are they floating? Again, ghosts. I mean, people with the sheet, you know, the ooh, all that. But what you're saying is they just, they look like people. You've seen faces. Yeah. I feel so, like a lot of times we associate it with, um, if you've ever seen the original Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters, the number one, right? Right. Um, and when all the ghosts are released and they're out walking just amongst us yes. and pushing, that's kind of what we all think Ghoulish, of, right? all hell yeah, breaking yeah. loose, yeah. You know, that's, I think that's what the majority of us think about when we think about ghosts. But I mean, I mean, what's your, what's your? I don't, I don't think, I think there's, they're around us, but they don't make themselves known to us unless they want to give a message or let you know that they're there. Sure. So you've seen, have you seen things fly? By I, haven't, themselves? I haven't seen things fly, but I've got a friend uh, that lives back in Virginia that that has experienced stuff like that. So like paranormal activity <laughs> yeah. type things, mm -hmm. like. Doors closing, things moving, mm -hmm. stuff like that. So you haven't personal experience, but well, you have some of that. At Fort Bridger over in Wyoming, um, my friend lived there, and they had taken the commanding officer's house and made an apartment for park employees. Okay. And I went over and was volunteering time at the fort, and I was sleeping on the couch. And about 3 o'clock in the morning, I could hear this noise. So I sat up, and I'm listening. Just as I was going to get up off the couch and go look out the window, I heard this door slam shut, and the windows rattled, and the motion alarms didn't go off. So I packed up my stuff and left. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'm not fucking around yeah, with this I know yeah. this movie, right? I, I'm living this movie. Right. And, and with that, you say you're still scared. When you were six, you saw the, the neon face mm -hmm. at the foot of your bed. That's when it first hit you. Does this come from... you? So your daughter has it. Do you know mm -hmm. if it came from your father or your mother? I don't. They never spoke about it with mm -hmm. you, aunties? So as far as you know, you were, for lack of a better term, weird until your daughter came around and you were able to give her comfort and say, hey, I see the same stuff. Was it something you talked to your kids about? I, I do, yeah. yeah. I, I'm talking when they were little, like daddy sees um, this, daddy, oh, no, it's time to go. No, well, I, I, didn't, I didn't know that my daughter was able to see things. Until she was about eight, and then she would point things out to me. So, so when you were six, and after you had your experience, did you go to your parents with it, or did you just kind of hang on to it? I've, I held on to it. Okay, so 
then you noticed things from your daughter then, and you were like, well, I've been there, so I understand. Now that you're older and and do your parents, did either of your parents experience the same thing, or is this something unique with you, do you think, that you've passed now to your daughter? Well, I remember a story that my dad told me, that, he, and he had a friend die, and my dad woke up, and he was standing at the foot of his bed, and he said, you need to come with me. It's, it's great. It's beautiful. You need to come with me. And my dad said, no, I can't go. I got things to do. So he turned around and walked out the window and walked up over the mountains. Your dad told you that story? Yeah. Okay. So maybe he did. See, a different generation. You're, sure, you're, yeah. Your yeah. age, maybe, maybe a little bit older, right? But those generations, they didn't really talk about stuff. No. They didn't no. talk about anything. So... Who knows, right? right? He's a World War II vet, so he didn't oh, talk yeah. about Those anything. Those guys were tough as nails, yeah, too. They, he kept everything internalized. But he would he would let loose like that story, but once in a while, but not very often. So he probably he probably did, but either thought that he himself was losing it, or it was maybe something to do with the war, or some kind of PTSD, or something possible. And then because you'd never come out and said, "Hey, this is what's going on with me," you couldn't have that connection, but. Those times are a little different now. And your daughter, you see in her, so now you guys are able to... Do, do you guys discuss it? Is it something you've had conversations about? Or is it something you tell her, yeah, it's going to happen, but in the future, like, just let it be? Or Well, when I see her, I'll ask her on occasion, you know, have you seen you know, anything lately? You know, and, and try to discuss it and talk about it. But she hasn't said anything that she's experienced lately. So it's, it, it's, it's got to wear on you, though. I mean, just shit showing up. When you just want to just sit down and watch Seinfeld reruns, and you got you know Times Square walking in front of your TV in terms of ghosts. Yeah, I don't I don't <laughs> see it like that. I only see or experience things when I go to like historical places that's like it. Fort There's, Bridger. They don't come to your house. No, that that's that's awesome. So, right. Not yet. Wow. Yeah, that, that, which which says there's that's possible, but um, you say not yet. So you've never done anything that obviously. Because it started when you were six, but you've never done anything, obviously, to invite them no. to your home. And see, and that's where I screwed up. <laughs> okay? Stay tell away, tell them you're Stay away from the Ouija boards. I was just going to ask you about a Ouija board. Yes. I was just going to ask stay you about Stay away that. from those. So if, if we rewind time a, a year or so, uh, we had our episode called Freaky Tales. So if you're listening, you made it this far, go back and listen to Freaky Tales, then back, and then come back. So I did. I played with a Ouija board when I was younger. Um, and I remember my mother, when I was a kid growing up, she always told me she saw things similar to what you're telling me, right? Nothing like physical, concrete, like, but she always sensed something and, and they always kind of gave her nuggets of, of truth or nuggets of what's going to happen or, or about her life or whatever. So I do this. I invite these you know, you're playing with a Ouija board, for hell's sakes. You don't know what's going on. And I invite this being into my world. And from that moment forward, it's like the like somebody booted in the door and things flood in. I see things all the time. And I've got this one thing. I don't want to go back over all the stories because I know it freaked a lot of our listeners out. But this one particular being that follows me around from place to place. It's just attached to me now, right? Um I've recently found out, though, that I have a niece that's the same. So she's kind of early teens, and it's she sees kind of the same thing, but actual beings as, as the same as I do. So obviously, I think it's a passed-down trait. You know, I think it goes from one to one. And whether you 
unlock that with a Ouija board, which is a terrible idea, public safety <laughs> announcement, don't do it, okay, from experience, do not play with one, but whether it's unlocked that way or you have an experience like you did or something, I think something's got to trigger that, right? I mean, yeah. Or, but I believe it's a trait. I think it's, I, I honestly, I think it's a gift. Well, it's got to be a trait because not everybody has it. Right. You and know? I personally see it as a gift at this point. You know, I'm old enough in my life that I feel like it's a gift. And my niece doesn't feel like that. She's terrified. But Well, well neither does Greg. He said, he said he doesn't look at it as a gift, and that's all, again, personal right, opinion. Right, yeah. What's your scariest moment? Because you said it still scares you. I'd say the, the episode of Fort Bridger. And then in just last summer, we went to Bannock City, Montana. State, it's a state park, and uh, they have a lot of hauntings up there. Okay. Mm. So we went up there with some friends this summer, and I was walking through what they call a Mead Hotel, and I was recording on my phone. And I walked past this room, and I said, can you tell me your name? And I heard a knock. So I went back to that room to see if there was anything that had fallen onto the floor and there wasn't anything moved, nothing was disturbed. So I went upstairs and a friend of mine, she experienced some things up there. Um, just out of the corner of her eye, she's seen a guy walking towards her. And so we left that building and continued on to more buildings and seen some more things down that way. So Do they talk to you? They don't talk to me, no. You've never had a conversation with any of them? Every now and again, I'll hear somebody say my name. I mean, and it's clear as day, but there's nobody around. So Shit. I'd be scared to take a fucking shower. <laughs> no, seriously, I'd be hosing in the backyard with my neighbors there, man. I, I, I can't do that. So here's my consolation. Take it for what it's worth. Because I, I asked, you know, do you feel like they're watching us in every moment? I, I honestly, I, I agree. I think that they're something, you know, walking around. I mean... Or seeing us, right? But then I always think, I have at least one grandpa or uncle or somebody that's passed away that tells those other ones, give him a moment. Like, get out of the room, let him do what he's going to do, <laughs> you come back and talk to him later, because mm-hmm. I need my personal private time, you know? <laughs> like, I'm sure I have someone on the other side of my corner. They call it a test run, is what yeah. they call it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure of it. What are you doing? I'm cleaning the bathroom. Um, Okay. (laughs) I I think a lot of the kids and animals are more sensitive Mm -hmm. to to the to the spirits. I was just going to ask you what what your opinion was on animals because sometimes they just freak out for no reason, Mm -hmm. or they'll go to a. I've noticed they go to a particular place in a yard, right? Just start barking up yep. at whatever. Mm-hmm. What's your feeling on that? I think I think animals can see what's going on with with the spirits. I had a Shih Tzu, and she there'd be days she wouldn't come down the hallway to where I was at. She would stay at the end of the hallway and just bark, 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 and I'd look out in the hallway and there was absolutely nothing there. Right. But she was just sitting there and staring down the hall and barking. So. I think I think there's I think animals can sense them around. Young young kids can do it, and then as they get older, I don't know what happens, but a lot of kids when they get older, they they lose that. Sure. Well, I think it's we lose our innocence. Like I mean, as we get older, we lose our innocence. We're taught different things. We're we're trained a different way. We're told to believe. You motherfucker, you're far from innocent, and you're still (laughs) seeing shit. So well, I'm I'm just saying that. Like we, 
we're told different things as we go like, oh, that's crazy. You can never see that. I mean, how many? Uh, there's enough people you can go walk out there right now, and people will tell you that's impossible. You're not going to see ghosts or spirits or there's people that don't believe in any of that and they tell you you're nuts it's just coincidence or it's just the creek in the old house so i think as we get older from children and growing up we we just lose our innocence i think that's what it becomes and instead of hanging on to that like if a parent were to say so like if one of my kids comes to me is like hey this is what's happening i'm gonna say okay it's normal it's natural it's going to happen because i experience it different you know than some of the uh, some other people so i'm gonna I wouldn't say nurture that, but I'm going to let them know that that's okay to feel that and see that, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. let them grow up that way, and maybe they'll stay sensitive to it, you yeah. know? You know, a lot of times your kids will have imaginary friends. Are they really imaginary? Right. right. I, think, I think sometimes they are, but I think some kids are more sensitive, and, and they are actually playing with things. Okay. And you can, on YouTube, you can go on and watch all kinds of videos that people uploaded with their kids and, and how they've reacted. And there's some pretty scary stuff out there. So you Damn. showed us, before we came in, a, a photo, right, um, of something. You took two photos. One was clear. One had something. Um, I don't know if you want to share where that was or anything, but do you feel like um, those things, like the like photography, video, can pick that up more, or do you feel like that was just an anomaly, or, or what's your what's your feeling on that? I, I think video and audio picks it up better than our, our eyesight, our hearing. So a friend of mine went to Florida and took those pictures at some old Spanish fort down there. Okay. And he snapped that picture, and, and then he snapped another one, and, and this figure was in there. Yeah. And, but you can see the shoes. You it's can clear. See, it's clear. Yeah. yeah. You it's can clear. see a rifle in his hand. You can see a backpack. You can see the old hat. They call it a wheel hat. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's clear. And I think it just, it just at the right time. I was at the mall one time. This, this is years ago. And I'm walking through the mall, just minding my business. And I smelled my grandmother. Mm-hmm. And so you talk about smells. And, and for me, smells are indelible. You can smell something you smelled when you were a kid, and it'll take right, you right. back to that, you know? Um, what is the smell that you smell? Because people are showing up that you don't know. Mm-hmm. So is it a smell, would you call it a death smell? Is it a ghost smell? Is it a fear smell? It, well, perfume. Okay. There's a lot of it. Um, from my understanding in, in, of history, back in the 1800s, people didn't bath a lot. So they just dump on the cologne mm-hmm. and the perfume to hide the body odor. And, and so I'll, I'll smell some perfume, I'll smell cologne, I'll smell cigar smoke, um, pipe tobacco, depending on where I'm at. Like at Fort Bridger, once in a while when I go through the, the buildings, I can smell cigar smoke. Okay. See, and you thought I was crazy when I said that I wanted to know about the era that he wanted, because most of what he's describing is, is right considerably there. older. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Here, here, here you are, right? You, you go to a haunted place, or you go to an old place. Is it an old place or a haunted place? Old. Old. Is it exhausting for you? No. You just know this is what's coming. This yeah. is what I'm going to see. This is, I'm probably going to experience something, and then my heart will race, and, yeah. and I'll start sweating a little bit, but once I get through it... Do you ever wonder why? Why it's you that does this, that has this? I, you know, I've never really thought a lot about it, and... and Thinking back now, I, it started when I was six. Mm-hmm. 
I thought, well, you know, maybe it's something I could have developed over time, but... So did you did you feel like there was a time in your life that it kind of went away, and then now it's kind of come back, or has it always been, since you were six, about the same? It's. I think it went away in my 20s and 30s, and now it's coming back. What was different in your life in your 20s and 30s? Probably busier. Just got, you know, working in a family and just didn't have time. Right, okay. You know, to really focus on what's going on around me. And now that I'm older and slowing down and, and I'm going to some of these historic spots and and I'm focusing on what's there. Isn't it weird when you have the energy in your 20s and early 30s, you don't have the money necessarily. And then when you get the money, you necessarily you don't have, have the, the energy. energy. You're like, yeah. oh, fuck, yeah. fuck it, it'll be there tomorrow. I'll go see it tomorrow. <laughs> I'm, I'm watching golf today. All right, you're adamant on Ouija boards. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't fuck with Ouija boards. I'm not going to touch them. I don't even know where they're at in the store, although I do know they sell them in the store. Yeah. So for me, right, if you think about it and you're being pragmatic about it, right, it's just a game. It's like Monopoly. It's just a game. However, you, you there's movies, there's experiences, yeah. wood. I yeah. mean, I don't, I'm not going to fuck with because I don't want to bring that shit into my life. How does this game, in your opinion, how does this game conjure up the other side? Because you're trying to talk to the dead. So that when you open that door, there who knows who's coming in? How many how many spirits are going to come with them? You know, some of them are evil, and they won't leave. And and if you remember back to my story, if you go to the the freaky tales, I had that experience with um, a couple of guys and a couple of other girls, right? Yep, yep. So one of our listeners that. Uh, She's a frequent listener on here. She she was not there at the time, but she knows the person that I was referring to in there. Mm-hmm. And I, her and I have never spoken to this this story of the Ouija board, but she says she heard it from one of the girls that was there and tells the same story. Uh, obviously, this girl that was there had a different experience than I did, but she saw the same things, mm-hmm. right? So now that door's open, it's been kicked open, and and here we are however many decades later, yeah. and we all still feel the effects of it because uh, we allowed we allowed it to, to open. Right. And I think once you do that, it's just like, you know, on a, on a hot day, you, you open the door and the heat's going to come in, yeah. you know? And I guess it's, I don't know, can you shut that door once it's open? I don't know about that. Um, I guess you could do, you know, have a priest or... Somebody that's religious can come in and, and do an exorcism and, and have them to leave, but I don't know how well that works. And, and to our Freaky Tales episode, um, I feel like once I kick that door open, it stayed open. It's never closed. And here we that's are. That's evident. Right. Yeah. And, it, and it's been over 20 years since then. And in fact, um, go back to our Freaky Tales, and I, I'll try and find the exact moment, minute, seconds. Um, but we were also contacted by somebody else that, I don't know if they listen anymore, but they did listen at the time, and they listened to that, mm-hmm. and they told us to go back um, because whatever it was we were talking about was in the was in that recording. With list. you, not with me. Well, that's true. It was yeah, in there with your ass. <laughs> so yeah. if you want to go back and find that, um, it's there. Because yeah. I went back and listened, and sure enough, it's you there. You heard it? See, yeah. I never went back and listened. I don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't like that shit. Yeah, it's there. So uh, for those of you out there listening... Uh, Greg speaks truth here. I, I'm 100% on board with it. Bobby Brown, Boston Zone. <laughs> All right, he was in New Edition, My Prerogative, right? Tenderoni. He says he had sex with a ghost. Um, 
is he crazy? Now, Bobby's on crack. Right? Yeah. He talks about drugs and alcohol. He was on crack. <laughs> is he crazy or can that really happen? I've, I've heard stories of, of women getting touched inappropriately. Was that Bill Cosby or was that? <laughs> well, I don't think so. Okay. Unless he's got somebody in his line that's passed that was like that. But, but uh, Tombstone, Arizona has, uh, in one of the bars, old saloons down there, there's, there's spirits that touch women down there. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you watch Ghost Adventures on TV, they, they go down there and they talk to these people. And, and uh, there's Omar Gosh TV that's on YouTube. They've all experience stuff like this so you're quoting a lot of stuff you're quoting youtube and and and, you know tv shows do do you watch that stuff do you watch the movies do you watch the exorcist the exorcism of emily rose uh all all that other shit do you do watch that stuff and you're like uh i don't don't watch the scary shows i don't go to haunted houses like the like the like the ones in Salt Lake. I don't yeah. go do those. Because you're living it or it's it, boring? It, it scares the shit out of me. It does scare you. Okay. <laughs> so I, I, you don't know what's real and what's fake. You're right. like, yeah, they can sneak in. This is perfect. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I, I for one, I love scary shows. I love them. Um, they're just like the adrenaline it gives me. But I hate haunted houses. I think they're just stupid. I don't understand, even as a as a teen and a preteen, you know, when you're there and you go with your, your gal and you're like, yeah, we're going to go. I couldn't stand it. Well, number one, it costs a lot of money. Number mm-hmm. two, we're screaming at what? People dressed up. Yeah, right. Where's the scare in it? Like, unless you're jumping around a corner going, boo, but I'm expecting that at every turn right. on a haunted house. So it kind of loses that fun. Why do we go to haunted houses and think they're scary? I don't get it. I think a lot of guys go to the haunted houses with their girls. Because oh, yeah. the girls scream and then you can laugh at them. Gotcha. That's the entertainment part. Oh, right. I get that. Now I get that. Yeah. But I just don't understand. I, and even girls. Why? I mean, okay, maybe you're just a, kind of a jumpy person, but to call it scary, I don't know. I, I can't get behind it. Before we started recording, you talked about taking me somewhere. That I'm not going, by the way, because my next question <laughs> to you was, can they follow you? Can they can they stick on to you? So you go someplace. And all of a sudden now Velcro, boom, that yep. asshole's with you. Yep. They'll attach themselves to you, and they'll go home with you. Why do you think that is? Um, just based on stories that people have told me and, mm-hmm. and what I've seen on these shows. That, that people, there's a guy up in, that went to Bannock. And Where's Bannock? It's in Montana, just okay. west of Dillon. Where's Dillon? No, I'm fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> it's north somewhere. Okay. Um, he, he had somebody attach himself to him and he took it home and can't it, get rid of it and, and it affected his whole family like roaches yep mm-hmm. and I don't know how he got rid of it um, but I don't think it's that he's home any longer I so, think it, well, was his evil is that why he needed to get rid of it or sometimes I watch shows and they're like practical jokers they'll move this over here or do this type of shit and they think it's funny but Again, I don't think that shit's funny. I, I, just, I think it's terrifying. Just lights turning on and off, cupboard doors opening, um, doors will slam shut. I got a divorce years ago, okay? And I had one of my boys living with me. He, he moved here from Connecticut. He's like, look, can I stay with you for a bit? Yeah, come on, stay with me. And my bedroom was downstairs. And downstairs, outside my bedroom, was where we watched TV. I had one TV because, again, I just got a divorce, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
And all I would say to him, I'd be like, look, you know, whatever. Just turn everything off when you leave. Turn the light off, turn TV off, because I'm light sensitive. If the light's on, I can't sleep. So he is not home. I'm watching TV. I turn everything off. About three hours later, I wake up, the light's on. So I go out there, I turn the light off again. I'm like this asshole, mm-hmm. watch TV and left the light on. I turn the light off. I get back into bed. About two hours later, the light's on again. I turn it off, I go to bed. I get up next morning, I was like, yo, my man, if you're going to watch TV, turn the light off. He goes, I didn't come home last night. I wanted to burn my house down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, no, seriously, I was like, holy shit. He said, I didn't even come home last night. I, I, I didn't turn no lights on, I wasn't here. Sure. That's the type of shit, I mean, I, you have those little things. So, Wood, again, I, something's following you. Greg, obviously something's following you. I, I don't. How do you how do you remove yourself from that? What you know you know what I mean? What am I running into? What did, what did I do wrong? Is what I'm saying. Why me? They attached themselves to you for a reason. It's not always there. It's intermittent. Right. They'll they'll come they'll come in and out. They'll they'll probably be watching you <sighs> when you go into the, the bathroom or whatever. But they'll make themselves <laughs> known to pass you a message or just to mess with you. Watch me while I'm going to the bathroom. Well, hey. You gotta do something, you know. <laughs> gotta do something when you're out there. So, um, have you ever been to um, uh, historic Twenty Fifth Street mm-hmm. in Ogden? Did you go through any of the ghost? Uh, they do ghost tours de- during the month of October. Have you ever been through any of those? Walk through or gone through at night? I haven't gone through the ghost tours that they do there, but the uh, the train station down there is haunted. Yeah, yeah. Union Pacific. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the one that faces east. east. Yep. And it sits there on the on the west side of the road. Mm-hmm. Um, and do you know the stories about all that up in there? I don't. Not not a whole lot. No. If you go, go. I, and the thing that sucks, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pimp out anybody's business because I think it's they overcharge you just to tell you stories. So look it up on the internet for free. Once you get the uh, the stories behind it, go there and, and walk that area, and uh, it's pretty terrifying, honestly. Now, you want to talk about, so haunted houses for me aren't scary. Read about historic 25th Street and then go walk historic 25th Street. That's scary. Because you'll, and you, Greg, because you can, you'll see and you'll know that things are there the entire time you're there. And it's terrifying. So if, you, if you're skittish and you don't like that, don't go. Well, just a fucking minute ago, it was a gift. And now all of a sudden it's terrifying. Which is it? Well, I'm not saying that gifts can't be scary. <laughs> That, that happens. He cut his ear off and gave it to me. His name was Vincent. <laughs> it's entirely possible. <laughs> but if you want some fun, go to go to the Pacific Union Pacific train station. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a old hospital out in Tuella that, that they've turned into a haunted house. That's that's got some real spirits in that one. Well, it's a hospital. Yeah. Um, Fort Bridger, Wyoming. Well, some of the ones around here. There's the one down here on what was it Six North and Salt Lake, the mm-hmm. Fear Fear Factory. Mm-hmm. You can see yeah. from the freeway. That's oh, that's real shit. That there's some real stuff going on in there. Okay, um, all right. The only problem with that is they charge you like fifty dollars just to walk through the damn thing per person. And I ain't never. Get, I ain't Greg, pay Greg's that shit. going plus one. You're going plus thirty eight. So that's we true. understand why <laughs> it's expensive. <laughs> all right. Um. He, he, here's what I want to know. I want to know. Okay, so. We think we think ghosts. We think again, scary, and then the good. Here you are walking around, seeing faces left and right. Do you ever see animals? 
I've never seen an animal. You, my, my daughter has seen a dog. Oh, wow. A ghost dog. Mm-hmm. Did, can you talk about that? Did she give you details? Well, we was just watching TV in our basement one day, and, and she come running in to the room. How old is she? She At this time, she was probably eight. Yeah. The running in told yeah, me she yeah, was yeah. young. I was yeah. going to think six. And, <laughs> and she got up on the couch, and she scooted right up against me, and she kept looking down at the floor. And I said, what's wrong? And she goes, there's a white dog right down there. And she heard a barking at her. Damn. And she would not get off that couch for anything. And you were just like, yeah, baby, welcome to my world. So I looked down there and went, yeah, okay. (laughs) Have you gone to these haunted places with your daughter and you guys see different stuff ever? No, I haven't taken her yet. I I would like to take her to see what she could experience, but I haven't taken her yet. See if she's on a different Mm -hmm. tune or level than what you see. Yep. Damn. Yo, I'm, I'm telling you, man. I went, maybe I told this story one time. I don't know. If I did, fast forward. 20 seconds, guys. I went to Paul Revere's <laughs> house. Paul Revere's house was the creepiest place I've ever been in my life. I had to leave. And as cheap-ass Wood keeps talking about, it cost money to get in there. Yeah. And I said, fuck it. I'm going the other way. I wanted. I just wanted to get out of there. It was so fucking eerie. Just everything about it was just creepy. The small doorways, the small stairwell, just, just the energy was bad for me. And as I sit here and talk, and I'm going back and forth, left and right, maybe there is something going on with me. <laughs> uh, just stuff that you don't realize. Yo, I think so. Sure. That was a good, and I'll tell anybody that was the scariest place I've ever been. You know, I've, I'll, I'll you know, I go to cemeteries. I like going to cemeteries to see, like, you know, just the dash. You know, you got somebody born in 1850 and they died in, you know, 1910, and just, you know, that, that's just for some reason that's interesting to me. I, I don't, I don't know why. Just old cemeteries are interesting, but Paul Revere's house. Freak me the fuck out, man. Well, I can't say. I, I've never been there, so I can't say, but um, I can get it. I can get behind why, my yeah. yeah. That and another thing that freaked me out, and this is for a different reason in terms of energy, I went to a plantation in South Carolina called Middleton Plantation. And just the old trees. The trees. You ever been to an old plantation? No. All right. The, the, the trees, they have all this moss on them. You know, trees are old and they're, you know, 100 years old, 200 years old. And I'm just thinking, you know, what these trees have seen on this plantation, mm-hmm. the, the horrors that it saw, you know. So that kind of freaked me out. But it didn't give me bad energy. It was just like I, I just knew what the tree – well, I didn't know because I never lived it. But just guessing what the trees had saw on it. Saw on Saw on this plantation. <laughs> but Paul word. Revere's house freaked me the fuck out, man, just in terms of energy. So if you, want a, if you want a good one, go to uh, San Jose. To okay. the Winchester Mystery House. That crazy lady. That's a good show, too. Okay. Um, I did see that one. Um, but go there. Well, I went there when I was probably around 10, and we took a tour of the, the mansion. So you're 10, so your parents took you. Yeah. I'm going to guess, without knowing you very well or ever knowing your father, that your dad had something going. You know what I mean? To take you there and then to tell you those stories. I'm sorry. Go ahead. All right. He may have, but the whole tour I kept turning around because I felt like somebody was behind me because somebody was and yeah, it, in my opinion yeah, that's what it was. so for those that don't know the history of that story is she's the Winchester family mm-hmm. um, her husband died and a seer fortune teller mm-hmm. told her to move west mm-hmm. and to build and as long as she kept building mm-hmm. the ghost spirits couldn't find her so she kept building on his house continuously for 33 years mm-hmm. am I right yep the stairs that lead nowhere, there's windows everywhere, there's doors that lead nowhere. I, the house, it's ridiculous the way it looks, right? But people kept building day and night. Day and night. Day and night for 33 years, and the day she died, the construction stopped. Right. Because she was trying to run from ghosts and spirits. Right. She would have seances every night, and then she would 
have visitors come to her and they talk about how they died. And then she would have the construction crew recreate that room. Wow. All right. Speaking of when people died, so when you see some spirits, if somebody was hung or somebody was shot, do they still have their wounds or somebody had an amputated leg? Do they still have that or are they full-bodied? I, I can't answer that one. I don't, I don't know. Some people say that, that they still have the marks or the missing limbs. Some people see full-body apparitions. Mm. It, it, it's been my experience, and I, I have a ton, but it's been my experience that uh, everybody that I've ever seen is full. So I, I don't ever know how they've died, of course, you know. Right. Uh, but everybody's always been full. At all the extremities and everything. Right, yeah, and and nothing's you know nothing's missing. They're not. They don't have like half their face missing because right. they blasted it off, or they're not walking around with a, a noose you know tucked in their front pocket because it's hanging still. Or so. drawn and quartered from a horse or anything <laughs> yeah, like that, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Those those types of things would be even more terrifying. Great. I. So what do you do to relax? It sounds like you travel a lot. Do you hunt fish? I don't hunt. I don't fish. Lasso. Uh, we we do uh, I go camping a lot and like I like Kelton out by Brigham out west of Brigham City it's an old railroad town okay and the only thing standing there is the grave is the graveyard dude wait a minute I, I asked my question was <laughs> what do you do to relax and here you are going to old graveyards we keep go continue so and and I haven't experienced anything out there yet but. Mm-hmm. I, I keep going back. Yeah, it's coming. I don't, I don't know why, but I keep going back. <laughs> I just hoping, maybe I don't know, uh, or maybe that's just quiet enough that people are are gone and done, and as they say, rest in peace. They're in peace. Yeah. Maybe that's just the thing. All right, for you. So you have to go to a haunted place. You said that you never have problems in your bed. You never have problems in your house. No. You never no levitating or anything like that. Not, not I, yet. Um, I so your daughter. And you say she sees animals. You don't see animals. I wonder if she's... How old is she now? She's 21 now. 21. I wonder if she has different experiences in terms of, like, maybe it kicks up a notch each generation. You know what I mean? Because she has your energy, her energy. And I'm, I'm going to say your grandfather's, her grandfather's energy mm-hmm. just in her and how long that's been going on, man. I, wow. Yeah, I wonder if it, it intensifies each generation, yeah. right? Like, um, because your father unspoken had something probably then do you and it's it's obviously intense it's something you sense all the time mm-hmm. or can if you focus and then now your daughter um and if she has kids then does it pass on or does it end or when does when, it culminate huh? yeah or when does it end can it is it, it will it ever get to a point where it's like okay we're done we're just done and the gift is gone is it is it uh i guess recessive or is it can like it continue, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't I don't know how that works, but 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 I found and through some of my studies and research that it does stay within a family. Like it it goes from generation to generation, whether that's because just like you as dad are more open to it, mm-hmm. and so you've allowed your children to be more open to it, or if it's I don't know that it would be genetic. That doesn't make any sense when you're talking like ghost stuff and whatever. I don't know that that could be genetic, but maybe it's just something with that particular family. 
Yeah. Just you're sensitive to what's going on, and if, if you develop it, if you run with it and not be afraid of it, I think. Oh, to see that last part's a problem for me. That not be afraid of it, I'd be screaming constantly. You would take me to fucking Gettysburg, and I'd just sit there <laughs> and I would cry and I would scream the whole time. I, was, <laughs> I want to go home. I'm, ah! <laughs> Don't you see that? Ah! Did you tell the story last year on Freaky Tales about the one on your chest? Yeah, I told that one. You told that, that, that one? I think that's where I started out, yeah. Tell, tell Greg that story. So, um, I guess similar in a way to, to yours is, so I'm asleep, right? And I get, I have a, I'm having a dream. And I have this dream that there's somebody, um, like I could feel somebody on me or, or around me or whatever. And in the dream, I wake up, so... Sorry, I wake up from the dreams. Now it's real life, right? I wake up. And on above me, floating, holding me, is this spirit or person, right? And they're holding me down, telling me things like, you're never going to succeed. You're never going to do well. You can't. You're, you're not going to progress. You know, things like negative things about me in my life. And like, I was like you can't take this dick. Yeah. yeah things that. like that. Like I'll show you. Oh, watch what's about to happen. So so I couldn't physically move. I couldn't scream. I couldn't yell. I couldn't move. I stayed there. I was frozen. My hands down to my side and I laid there and I stared up at it and I listened. And the only thing I had a thought was barrel roll. Just barrel roll off of my bed. Luckily for me, uh, my bed wasn't that high off the ground. It would probably broken something. But so I barrel roll off this bed and I run. I run to the other side of the house. End up knocking on my sister's door. Like, like you got to save me because shit's <laughs> going sideways over there in my room. And it took me probably a week before I went back in my own room. And it's that particular one that when I've had really low moments. Can I stop you for a minute? It took yeah. you a week before you went back in your room? Yeah. So you walked around with shitty underwear for a week is what you're saying and funky ass socks. Well, listen, the laundry room isn't in my bedroom, so there was laundry I could get to. Oh, okay? right. you didn't put your clothes away. Either way, right. you're a funky motherfucker. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So it took me a while to get back in there. And then, um, but when I'm, I find that when I'm really low in my life, uh, that that particular being pops back up. When you're low in your life? Yeah, when I'm low. So I know that there's positive out there. As you said earlier in the beginning of this, uh-huh. with, the, with the negative, there's always the positive, right? right? So and I feel like that's the negative one. So if I'm not careful, that negative one pops back in. And it's been quite a while since then. It's happened a couple of the times. But that's why I say, like, I can see actual beings. Like, I can physically see them. You know, I know they're there. And that's why I say they're whole. Where you just get a sensation, right? Mm-hmm. I mean... Uh, have you ever had any kind of experience like that where it's been a negative experience for you? No, I haven't, haven't experienced anything like that. Not yet. Well, he's lucky, people. He's lucky. And hopefully it doesn't ever do that. Right, right. You are a seer. So, so you're like an observer. So you basically watch your movies because they don't impinge on your life. Mm-hmm. They they don't they don't they don't have an effect on anything you got going on. You see them, they scare you or or not, and you just move on. All right. Damn. That would, <laughs> see, for me, I, I I would think like, yo, I wonder if my head is if I'm crazy. You know what I mean? Like like what's going on? You know? Did I really see that? Because first thing I do anytime something go, I'm just turning my wife or whoever. Did you fucking see that shit? Did you see that? You know and. Oh no! I was looking the other way, and I'm like, "Did you really just see that? You yeah. know what I mean?" Yeah. So, from six to now, 
dealing with that, I mean, obviously you've come to accept it and you say you feel the cold come in. Never warm. It's just a, like a cool breeze or there's just a cool spot. Never warm, no. No. So, all right, let's take... There's the old... Uh, what is that building? It's the old courthouse downtown. And they say that's haunted. Have you been to that? I haven't been to that one. All right, people say they walk down that hallway and they, they hear shit or they feel shit in terms of hot and cold, hot and cold, hot and cold. Are they walking through spirits is what they're doing? It, it's possible that they could be walking through... Where spirits at? Like a presence of, or yeah, if they're in, in that area, of, right? Yeah. Right, in okay. presence, yeah. Once they're unfinished business, like you said earlier, you said there's unfinished business for a lot of them, is do, whatever the business is. I, I forgot to flush the toilet before I died. So <laughs> once I flush the toilet, I can go. Do, they, they're gone forever. They go to wherever they go. Heaven, hell, um, the unknown, different universe, whatever. I don't know if, if they ever finish. And I think that's why they try to reach out to somebody, thinking, okay. you know, maybe you can help me do this. But uh-huh. I don't think that people, adults, are more are sensitive to that. So they don't really focus on that. They mm-hmm. just, they see it, oh, I didn't see that, and then they walk away. Yeah. And, the, and, and if they would maybe look into it, you know, maybe they could help. What so, I'm thinking, then, if there's unfinished business, I'm a big Prince fan. Prince had a vault full of music. Prince wrote songs yeah, every week. So Prince has got to be walking around somewhere because he's got still got songs he's got to deal with. That's somebody I'd like to run into his little short ass and his heels, right? You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so do you do you feel like um, like because we all have that feeling? We get that uh, like the hair stands on the back of our necks, or we get that hunch, or we we you know a lot of people hear that little voice or whatever. Do you feel like if people paid more attention? more people would be able to know things and see things than they actually do because they're just not paying attention? I think so. I think that if they paid attention to their surroundings, you could you could sense some of this stuff. Do you see auras? I haven't seen any auras or orbs or anything like that. Okay. But, but right. um, when I go to these historical places, I'm snapping pictures to see if I can pick stuff up, but I haven't done that yet, so... And I, and I know I I have a, a friend of mine and she's she's big into the orbs right like she'll take a photo and point it out oh look there's these orbs and big into that but she she's very a very spiritual girl and and she's very in tune with that she pays attention to it so she notices them and she's she's convinced that orbs are like the other side's way of saying hey I'm here I'm involved in this photo and I can't say that I disagree. Because shit happens, yeah, you know, and, and they're out there. But I guess if you're not looking for them, you're not paying attention. It's the same as any other thing. If you're not listening, if you're not paying attention, right. if you go to the haunted um, walk through up twenty historic twenty fifth or the Union Pacific, you're not going to pay attention to any of that because you're not looking for it, right? Mm-hmm. You're not paying attention to it, so you're not going to notice it. Right. What are your thoughts on death in terms of where you go? Is it you know? What, what what happens when somebody dies for you, for you with your experiences because you've seen these people and there's shit out there there's obviously in between well, I think once the the spirit leaves the body I think I think that that spirit is on earth and we just people can't see it and and I think that sometimes they'll let other people be known that they're there but I think there's a lot of people walking around us right now that we can't see Right now, right now? I think so. 
here, here right now. No, there's probably a couple people in here listening to it all, guys. It all, okay. All it right. all goes back to what I said, told him at the beginning. What if I told you there was someone over your right shoulder? Would you believe me? Okay. Well, with that wood, is that what you're saying? That is what I'm saying. Greg, is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. And on that, guys, Damn. that's what we said. And whoever else is talking and listening on this podcast, that's what we said. Yeah, no disrespect, guys. Okay. <laughs> Girls. So, so um, for those of you listening, if you if you picked up something subliminal to other than just our sweet, sultry voices, let us know. We'll address it. We'll even try and see if we can't record it, duplicate it, and put it Damn. back out there. I'm all for it because that happened last Freaky Tales, if y'all remember. So... Find a minute for that. Find out when that happened. Yeah, well, and and the person told me they told. I saw the email too. Yeah, I didn't fuck with it. No. Once I heard that, I was like, I'll never listen to Freaky Tales again. <laughs> yeah, I know you didn't, but I did. I went back then. I found that thing. You so, saw it. so guys, uh, with that, head over, um, check out our Facebook. If I can find that, I'm going to post it up on social media for you. Um, it's October, so just be ready for this all month long, or, or stories similar to. And we're here to entertain you. Always send us your emails at so what you're saying at gmail.com, uh, so what you're saying.com, just to check us out. And um, Instagram, we're there. That's a little different, so underscore what you're saying. And then, uh, guys, anchor.fm backslash so what you're saying, contribute. Remember, we're bringing this to you for fun, for free, but we, you know, we don't mind a little kickback yeah, every now and again. Yeah, you cheap cocksuckers. You know, <laughs> I'm serious. If anything else gave you something for free, you'd be like, yo, I just got over on a motherfucker. Yeah. So if you guys are talking bad about me and Wood, that's on you. That's right. Guys, I also got to tell you this. To get us back going, I, I it's been a few months ago now. We we went from SoundCloud to Anchor, right? Mm-hmm. We made that switch because it was it was better for us. Um, we still need you to go on to iTunes and give us a rating. Give us that rating. Get us pimped back up on iTunes because we, we were up there on the top. We've kind of slipped a little bit, but that's because our ratings and our reviews have slipped. So if you haven't done it, log your sorry ass on to when, the when iTunes. Slip, and do that's, that's like slipping out. You know, yeah. that is the most frustrating. No, yeah. I need to stop. All right. You know what I'm talking He's about. He's going somewhere dark, people. <laughs> we ain't talking about ghosts this time. Well, it is dark. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, a black yeah. man in America. This much is dark, right? <laughs> so, guys, head over to iTunes. Give us that rating, that review. Uh, get us up there. Get us pimped out a little bit. And on that, all I got to say, Keith, Craig, it has been a pleasure. We out. I'm looking for you